Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? What's going on? I hope you guys are having a good night. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and uh, Kyrie Irving is the topic of conversation today. It looks like Kyrie Irving was suspended for, uh, I don't know what he's suspended for, but basically, sounds to me like he was suspended because he refused to apologize. So we're going to talk about Kyrie Irving, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, and why black men are always being asked to apologize to people who should be apologizing to us. So get comfortable, buckle up a seatbelt. We're going to get started on drboystv.com right now. Here we are, clan, the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who got to delegate. Get that money and the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten, three PhDs. Now we on the CNN, DBTV. Let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn into intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Boyce TV. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and I. Uh, I had to come in live tonight. Uh, I came in hot because, man, I'm going to tell you, boy, woo, buddy, Kyrie Irving. First of all, I want to say uh, that I want to go ahead and expose my position and say that um, I'm really proud that Kyrie is not apologizing. Um, I'm very happy about that. Uh, and I'll tell you why they're asking him to apologize. And I'll even tell you a little bit about who Kyrie Irving is real quick. So first of all, I want to say hello to everybody. Uh, welcome to DrBoysTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. And I want to say hi to Maji Maj Christopher, uh, Black Duke, uh, Heavy 100. Shout out your city. Let me know what city you're coming from. Uh, Shanacy says, this is the equivalent of what's your name, boy, from Roots. Douglas Jones, Ruben Trafant, uh, Zola, how are you? Taser7, what's going on? Uh, hello on Instagram. My Instagram is the real voice walking. So let me go ahead and just jump into this. So how many of you give me a yes or no? Yes or no in the chat. How many of you heard about what happened with Kyrie Irving or know who Kyrie Irving is or know what's what's going on with him? Uh, and then for those who are not sure, uh, those who have other things to do, things to do other than follow what's going on on the Internet. Kyrie Irving is a brother that plays for the Brooklyn Nets. He's a really talented point guard. He's very good at what he does. And uh, he has a set of beliefs that belong to him and only him. And he does not, not only him, sorry, scratch that. He has independent beliefs that don't necessarily fit into mainstream thinking. Uh, he ain't LeBron. You know, LeBron, uh, you know, LeBron's the guy who checks the Democratic Party box whenever they tell him to do it. Uh, he doesn't speak out of turn or out of line very often. Uh, you know, he's kind of, unfortunately, LeBron, LeBron is, his, um, has, he has what I call kind of like that powder puff activism, you know, that activism that's um, only allowed if it's sanctioned by white people or particularly white liberals. There's no disrespect to LeBron. It all comes down to what level of consciousness you've been exposed to, what level of intelligence you've kind of been raised with. And unfortunately for a lot of us as black people, we're exposed to and raised by a type of consciousness that says that, uh, you know, if you're a black activist, you're supposed to march and pray and get mad every time there's a police shooting and basically beg white people to go fix the problem and think that voting for the Democrats in every election is going to make things better. But we know that that doesn't work. No powder puff activism doesn't work. I'm not making fun of it. I'm just telling you that's just the truth. Uh, radical activism tends to work. Um, I'm not saying that uh, that you're wrong if you have different beliefs, but I am going to say that uh, what I like about Kyrie is Kyrie just kind of is a guy who's learned 
a basic truth about being a black man in America. That basic truth is that you got you you can't spend too much time worrying about what other people think about you. Uh, Kyrie understands that you can't win a basketball game by expecting the opponent to cheer for you every time you score a point. Kyrie understands that uh, that you know if you're making real progress, if you're really radical, you're gonna ruffle some feathers. You're gonna make some people uncomfortable. You know, so Kyrie marches to the beat of his own drummer, and I and I like it, man. I really do. I really do. You know, so if you, if you want to know the lowdown, uh, Kyrie apparently tweeted something. They're asking him to apologize for a tweet. Now, give me a yes or no. Do you, give me a yes or no. How often do you see white people, particularly white people in the Jewish community, being forced, forced, forced to apologize because they shared an article or a video or a link that belonged to somebody who said something stupid? Seriously, I mean, when when most of y'all tweet, didn't you y'all? Give me a yes or no. When you tweet something, when you see something and you retweet it, do you go and check to make sure that every single piece of information in that material is is authenticated properly and that it's not gonna, you know, present any ideas that differentiate from your core beliefs? No, you don't. It's like, oh yeah, I'll retweet it. I don't care. You made a movie. I'll I'll retweet. You don't do that. You don't do that. So so just the mere idea that this black man's being asked or, or they're trying to force him to apologize. For a tweet is about the most hilarious shit I've ever heard in my life. It's it's funny. This really shows you the depth of their racism because they will have you out here looking like a clown, looking like a punk, apologizing for nothing. Like you, you, you know, they 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 want the black man in America. I'm just gonna tell you the truth. They want the black man to be like the kid who apologizes, who gets punched in the face by the bully and apologizes that his face got in the way of the bully's fist. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't. I got my got your black eye. And you bleeding. I'm sorry for putting my my face in them in front of your fist. That's my fault. I'm gonna try to watch my face, make sure it don't get in the way. And so Kyrie understands something that most people don't get. He understands some basic a basic concept called common sense. Common sense says um, that even if you don't think that what Kyrie tweeted was right, even if you don't like the documentary, common sense says that. You shouldn't have to, you shouldn't spend your life apologizing to people who should be apologizing to you. Now, let me just kind of break this down. Before I do that, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. I, we had the All Black National Convention this week, and I, I have to thank one of the companies that helped make it possible. We have vendors, black owned businesses, and Go High Apparel. Go High Apparel was one of the companies that helped us to pull this convention off. So I want to say thank you to Go High Apparel. If you're on Instagram, I hope you look up Go High Apparel and support them because they support us. Another company is called Extension, E-X-T-E. There's two N's in the word extension. Very clever branding, clever branding. They are a virtual call center. And so they, um, they, can, they can help you get virtual assistance, inbound customer service, and inbound sales. Their website is, uh, you can go to their website or call 833-GET- G-E-T-E-X-T-N, E-X-T-N for more information. So extension adds to the next level of your workforce to help your business grow. So those are two black owned businesses that help. Uh, there were sponsors and vendors at the All Black National Convention. I will say thank you to them. I have to thank them. Now, this weekend at the convention, I talked to another guy who is a free thinker. We talked for many, many hours. His name is Kanye West. Uh, on Friday night, when I did the All Black National Convention, um, I got a text from a guy that I really respect by the name of John Boyd. John Boyd is the father of Victory Boyd. Victory Boyd is the greatest singer, one of the greatest singers I've ever heard. She's right there with Sade. She's right there with Anita Baker, a pet, you know, Patty LaBelle, Aretha. Like she's she's that good. Go check her out. She's that good. Um, she sings so well. His daughter sings so good that she sang for Jay Z, 
and he signed her to a contract right on the spot. She sang around the world. Go look Victory Boyd up. She's B1. We got to support B1 entertainers. Stop supporting the nonsense. Find the entertainers you love and support them. You have to do that. So anyway, John Boyd, who is just a great brother, a, lo- a wonderful guy, he reached out and he said, Kanye wants to talk to you. I said, okay, well, I got my convention to run, but sure, I'll talk to him. So this, so somehow the busiest, I guess the most talked about human being on the planet uh, was reaching out to find out, to, to, I guess, get guidance on things, right? So we talked for many, many hours. We talked, um, we didn't just talk a couple minutes. We probably talked a total of five hours over the weekend. And um, and Kyrie, I think Kyrie called it during that time. And I, I don't mind sharing this because he actually asked me to share some of this with you. So I'm sharing it with his permission. I don't share private conversations like that, but I'm sharing it because I was really impressed, despite the fact that um, Ye is a, a unique individual. His, his line of thinking isn't something I always understand. Um, I really like the fact that we aligned on some basic ideas I want to share with you. Uh, one thing I shared with him was I said, look, uh, we're doing something called the All Black National Convention right now, where we are putting our community first. We're educating our people first. We want to take care of our children first. We want to build wealth in our community first. We want to ed- elevate intelligence and life and success over failure, misery, and death. We're tired of rappers getting killed. We're tired of all this nonsense. Um, and so what do you think about that? And Kanye actually said, <clears throat> I want to come out to the convention. So he was actually going to come to the convention. He couldn't make it. Uh, something happened, but I was actually kind of happy he didn't come out because I didn't even know what was going to go down as far as security and all that. I don't want him to be in danger. But one of the things we also talked about is this, <clears throat> and this links back to Kyrie. Um, you know, we have something in the Black Business School that we call the Black Core of Three. The Black Core of Three, in my view, is one of the things that if we implement this set of simple ideas in our families at a high level, we will be prepared for our natural adversaries that will emerge when they want to seek to control us. And the Black Core of Three is very basic. It says that Black people should educate our own children, create our own jobs, and support Black-owned businesses. And I said that, I said that to Ye, and uh, he said, so why should we educate our own children? I said, because these public schools poison our kids, they fill their brains up with nonsense, and so they grow up and they become enemies to the Black community, they don't even know it. Or they become helpless or they're incapable of fighting back because they don't understand the truth. You know, the thing is that Kyrie, the reason Kyrie speaks the way he does is because he's been exposed to a special set of ideas that most Black people don't understand. Even I don't understand them fully. Um, I talked to one of my friends who happens to be in the Hebrew Israelite community who has ideas that I think are worth listening to. You don't have to embrace them all, but I think they're worth listening to. And one of the fundamental beliefs that they have is that uh, that the whole identity of what it means to be Jewish was actually stolen from Black people. I'm not going to debate it. I'm not going to try to make the argument. I'm not going to try to even describe it all to you because I know enough to know what I don't fully know. And I can tell you that that is a set of beliefs that Kyrie possesses. uh, And that's why that term anti-Semitic becomes debatable, because there is a debate over who actually are the original Jews. That's a conversation a lot of people are having. So, So Kyrie, by being exposed to certain people, remember, the Kyrie Irvings of the world are built. He wasn't, I guarantee you that if you look back in his background and you say, who influenced you? Who raised you? Who taught you? It wasn't some damn white lady from the suburbs teaching in the Chicago public school system. It was probably somebody in his life who said, you're a black man. You're black first. I'm going to expose you to some ideas that are going to probably cause some controversy. And that's what you're seeing. Kyrie broke the matrix. Kyrie is not part of the typical program. Right. So so now this does not mean everything Kyrie says is right. This does not mean you have to agree with everything Kyrie says. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not putting him out here like a messiah or any sort of, you know, just masterful, brilliant person who knows the answer to everything. That is simply not true. 
He is a human being that has a set of beliefs that belong to him, and it is his right to have those beliefs. That's what the good period. That's that's when the conversation ends. So what's going on with Kyrie? So so let me finish explaining what's going on with Kyrie, and I'm going to finish telling you what I was talking to Ye about in terms of the Black Core Three. So I said to Kanye, I said, look, we got to educate our own children, create our own jobs, and support Black businesses. Why is that important? Because if you educate your own kids and don't let the school system poison them, you get more soldiers that are ready to fight the battle. You don't have to fight the battle alone. Kyrie is not fighting this battle alone because there are millions of black people who understand where he's coming from. They're supporting him. So it's not like he's out there by himself. Uh, you create your own jobs. Well, why? Well, because the first thing they do when they tell you to apologize, just they, they want you when you black, they want your ass to apologize for breathing. They want you to apologize for the fact that your mama didn't abort you before you were born. They want you apologizing just for the fact that you just want to be treated like everybody else. They want you to apologize for being intelligent. They want you to think about this. Pay attention now. You had a rapper off, not off, I'm sorry, take off from Migos who just got murdered the other day. And ain't nobody apologizing for the fact that there are people who have spent billions of dollars, billions with a B, promoting death culture to the black community. Death culture. They literally are promoting genocide. They're promoting genocide. They're promoting the Holocaust. And the Holocaust is happening all around you. Anybody got a relative that's been hooked on drugs, sent to prison over some nonsense, or got raped in prison, got murdered in the street? Anybody? How many of y'all? Raise your hand. A whole lot of y'all have. They are promoting this death culture. And I want y'all to add, I want to ask y'all this. Give me a yes or no. Have any of these people apologized for any of that? Have they apologized once? Have they ever said, you know, we want to apologize to the black community for the fact that we have engaged in extensive amounts of, of highly funded anti-black behavior that has led to the deaths and, uh, and, and the incarceration of millions of black people and the drug addiction. And we, we, we're, we're, we're so sorry. We're going to pay a trillion dollars in reparations for the damage that we've done to your community. Have they done that? Have they ever apologized? So, no, they haven't. They haven't. So this goes back to the basic idea. Rule number one, Ky Kyrie has something everybody should have, which is common sense. You don't go apologizing to people who should be apologizing to you. Rule number two is you, you shouldn't have to apologize for a tweet. This is deeper than just an apology. This is making, they're trying to make a point. They're trying to make an example out of him. They're like, look, we need to show that we've got the beast under control, the big black male beast. We need, we got we didn't know we got him under control and, they, and guess what it's a new day man it's a new day you got a whole lot of people that are waking up you got a whole lot of athletes and entertainers that are talking to people like me think about this the worst thing that these people want in the world is to have Kanye West to get a whole weekend with an earful of Boyce Watkins and Dr Claude Anderson that is a nuclear bomb that they can't handle they can't handle that when I sat there and I told Charlemagne what questions to ask Joe Biden. Joe Biden blew a damn gasket. That was when Biden said that stupid shit about, you know, you if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. Charlamagne and I talked right before that interview. And I don't care. I don't mind you guys knowing that because, because this is what happens when you mix black power with black intelligence. When we get our most powerful black men aligned with our most intelligent black men, not that I'm the only smart one. I'm not the only smart one. There's a lot of other smart people out there. But I had, I had his ear. I said, okay, let me help you understand what they're doing to you. Let me help you understand the mechanics, the economic warfare 
that they're declaring on you. Let's talk about what it means to be economically fortified so you're prepared to deal with economic warfare. The reason Kyrie Irving and Kanye West are not folding to the pressure from the people who make every Negro fold, the reason they're not folding is two reasons, at least, sorry, three reasons, three reasons. One, they've been exposed to a unique set of ideas that allowed them to see the world in their own independent way. Number two, they have balls attached to their bodies. They're not running around afraid. Like a lot of y'all are white supremacists. When white folks tell you to jump, you say, how high, ball? How high, boss? What do I do, boss? What do I do, boss? They're not scared. They're, they're, they came in ready for the fight, and I respect that. Number three, very important. This is where I come in as a finance professor, is they're economically fortified. Kanye West, if he were to sell all of his assets that he owns all around the world, he would have about half a billion dollars. That means that he can live for the rest of his life without financial help from Adidas, without financial help from The Gap, without financial help from any of these, without any record label supporting him financially. He has made enough money already that, in my view, he could liquidate right now and be financially secure for the rest of his life. That means that he has the ability to do things that other people cannot do. And, and, and also that requires you to have the willingness to let go of the butter biscuits, carrots, and, and everything else, the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches they give you for being a complete sellout. Our men are put out in the world. Half of these guys are a bunch of damn punks. They are punks. And it is not their fault that they're punks. They're taught at an early age that in order for a black man to survive in mainstream America, you got to be a punk in order to make that happen. The next step of this evolution, as we get away from being punctified and start actually growing a pair of balls again and standing up toe to toe against that man that wants to oppress us, is you're going to start seeing people really pushing and accelerating black owned sports leagues. Ice Cube is doing a great job in that direction. I think over time, you're going to see an even better manifestation of that. I don't know exactly who owns the big three. I don't know how profitable they are. I don't know what kind of partners Cube has in his business. I, when I worked with Cube, I was in, impressed with his integrity in terms of how he followed through on things. But I don't know exactly what's going on with the business model of that. But what I do believe is that over time, you're going to see the Kyries and the Kanye's and the others Basically, uh, using their power to connect with all these great black athletes. You got all the talent. You, you have all the skill. You, they're going to bring these people together and they're going to create sports leagues and they're going to do all kinds of stuff that's going to be independent and black owned. And that's the day that you're looking for. So so really, we're kind of in the beginning of this. Right. Kyrie's going to lose a lot of money. I think he was prepared for that. Um, you know, he, he may not get signed by another team. Uh, he's he's I think he's OK with that. Um, I will just say that even though that, that here's the deal, I want you to understand that you don't have to agree with Kyrie in order to respect his right to have the same freedom of speech that everybody else has. And last, like I said, nobody has ever apologized to black people for the fact that they have spent billions of dollars promoting the most toxic, deadly, racist music of all time. I mean, how in the hell are you going to say that these guys are promoting hate speech when you are the biggest promoters of hate speech in the history of this damn world? You have promoted the way black people ain't. We can't listen to a song on the radio without being called the N word. So get the hell up out of here with that nonsense. You are full of crap. So. So anyway, I, I had a couple of thoughts I want to share on this. I'm not going to over talk it. Um, I have to make sure I'm 100 percent clear. I support what Kyrie's doing. I literally thought, I thought I made some notes, but maybe I lost my notes. Let me see. Let me make sure I cover everything. Sometimes I forget what I want to say. Oh, the other piece I want to make, uh, other piece I want to point to here 
is that is that when you're talking about um, this whole situation with Kyrie, it's interesting because one of the things that they're doing with Kyrie is they're racially profiling him. Uh, and let me explain. Uh, you know, you know how like if one black man commits a crime, they literally just lock up him and all his friends, and they lock up. Like if you, I had a cousin in college one time who. Uh, went to he he got drunk and went to sleep and he woke up and overnight somebody had, was assaulted a lady was assaulted, well they locked up everybody in the house every black man in the house went to jail that day, and so that was just kind of guilt by association. So the idea that they're asking Kyrie to apologize because he retweeted a documentary that he may not have even watched, is really really fascinating. That's guilt by association. That that's them saying not only do you have to apologize for your behavior. You got to apologize for your friend's behavior. <laughs> like, like you, we're going to hold you accountable for what your friends did. And again, this is coming from people who won't even take accountability for their own behavior. They have many, many people in their community who own record labels that promote incredibly horrible anti-Black uh, pro-violence music in our community. They don't apologize for any of that. So this is a power game. This is the point. You're not playing a game that's based on who's right and who's wrong. That, that don't matter. In the game of power, right and wrong don't matter. Um, accuracy doesn't matter. All that, all that matters is who can force the other party to do what they want them to do. Right. So 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 I like I like this. I like watching this because I'm like, this is really good to watch black men playing power football against <clears throat> people that, you know, that 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 are that are really trying to come after them. Right. And it's very interesting to watch this happen in, in the public sphere. Um, I don't know exactly what's going to happen with Kyrie's career, but I think Kyrie understands all this. I think he's playing chess, not checkers. I hope other guys pay attention. Um, he's going to make it easier for other guys, and I, and I think that what he's doing is the right thing. So I support him 100%. That's why I stand on this. So anyway, guys, that's, that's all I want to share uh, with this. Um, uh, I want you to re remember this, too. Uh, actually, one other point I want to make before we get done is when you raise your kids, your kids are going to run into these same battles, especially if you are giving birth to a black male. These your children every day are going to run into battles when they become adults that are going to be just like this. They're going to have to play power football. So the way you get them ready is you get make sure they have plenty of assets. You start investing for them when they're little. If you go um, go to go to boyswalkins.com, I have a link to my five dollar a day investing plan. If you invest just five dollars a day for your kids, just buy stock and don't sell it. Don't sell it. Just consistently buy stock. By the time they're 20, 25 years old, they'll have hundreds of thousands of dollars in assets. That means they'll be free. They'll be free from the economic chains that cause so many of us to end up living a life of lies when you really need to be living a life of truth. Right. When, when people are telling you to apologize and you don't even know what you're apologizing for, that means that they basically punked you out. They've done an economic embargo on you and they're forcing your position. You don't let people do that. You do not send your children out into a world of hardcore gangster behavior when it comes to economics and have them not ready to play that game. Uh, so so that that's what I would warn you as parents. You got to prepare for this stuff in advance, because here's the thing, that particular community, the J community, I'm not going to say it because I, I don't want to get into anti this and anti that. But that community does an extraordinary job of preparing their children for economic warfare at a very early age. So we should be doing the same thing. But I believe we should be doing it better. So whether you whatever you believe, you know, whatever your beliefs are, the power to defend your beliefs is something that tends to come with your economic strength. So we have to be economically strong. Black people have a higher income than 95 percent of the countries on this planet. We have a higher 
annual income than the entire gross domestic product of Russia. We have more income than Canada, damn near. We're, we tied with Canada. We have three times more annual income than Saudi Arabia. So we don't need extra money. We're not short on the money we need. You know, we think we're poor. We think we need more money. We don't need more money. You need more mindset. You don't need more money. You need more planning. You don't need more money. You need more strategy. You don't need more money. You need more courage. If you show up with courage and strategy and planning and preparation, then you cannot be defeated. You can stand up against anybody and you can do exactly in your situation on your job what Kyrie's doing on his job, because whether you, he's dealing with it on a multi-million dollar level or dealing on a thousand dollar level, it's kind of the same game. The reason you identify with Kyrie is because you've gone through the same thing in your life where the situation called for you to stand up and you had to sit down. Why did you have to sit down? Well, because you were scared of losing your job. Don't put your kids in that situation. Don't keep yourself in that situation. We must become, as a community, the most economically intelligent group of people on the planet. Once we do that, we cannot lose. So God bless Kyrie. God bless Kanye. Um, maybe I'll talk to Ye again. I don't know when we're going to talk. I told you guys I'm not here for the celebrities. I'm here for y'all. And uh, But I will say that based on our conversation, and I did release a piece of it. He asked me to record a lot of it, but... I didn't. I, I don't. I, I only release the parts that I think are appropriate for the public. But uh, but yay is um, he's an ally. You know, he may be a little bit strange. He may do some weird stuff. I don't care about the Republican Democrat stuff. I don't care who you know, I don't care if he runs for president as a Republican or a Democrat. Um, and I really think that anybody who gets caught up in all that, I kind of think you're being distracted a little bit because the Democrats ain't never done nothing good for your people and the Republicans ain't doing nothing good either. How about you just go out and become black first? Gain the courage to do that. Gain the courage to be yourself. Stop putting on other people's uniforms and letting them make you into a unicorn. Be who you are. Be black. Black first, period. Be one. That's all we got to do. So I'm not voting in Democrat in the next election. I'm not voting Republican in the next election. I'm voting for black people. That's it. That's all I need. I don't need nothing else. I don't need nobody else's validation. All I need, all we need is us. So anyway, I hope that this makes sense. I hope that this helps you. Um, again, Kyrie, if you're watching, man, good luck, brother. You can call me anytime. I'll be happy to help you in any way I can. I uh, won't, you know, not, not, I don't want any of your money or anything. I just, if I can give advice or something, feel free to reach out. All right. So the, hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. If you haven't done it yet. And thank you again to um, extension with two ends, the virtual call center that helped to sponsor the all black national convention. Also, thank you to go high apparel. And uh, also if you, uh, we actually have some new, uh, some financial flashcards for kids and some other stuff available. If you'd like to uh, join us in the black business school, feel free to go to voicewalkins.com. There's a lot of stuff there. So God bless you guys. Have a good night. Please hit the thumbs up button on your way out. I love you. I'll see you soon. Peace. Here we are, clan the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who gotta delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn it to intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Boyce TV. Yeah.